Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, this is Megan Hillica, and I'm your host for today's podcast episode. (laughs) I am recording this episode at 11.02 a.m. on Thursday when it's supposed to come out. So I apologize, it's going to be late again. Um, I, I am getting it done today, but man, it's just been difficult lately for me to um, get to podcast episodes in time just with moving. I'm sitting in our new house um, and recording an episode and just, it's just been so busy. I've been so focused on... Um, doing sessions with people and moving and I just haven't had much time to do the podcast but I really really want to make sure I do it every week um and we'll see I've been pondering if I take a break through the holidays or if I try buckle down and um get get the episodes done so I can enjoy the holidays too not saying I can't enjoy the holidays it's just another thing to think about so anyways I will get this episode out to you (laughs) today But today I have interesting thoughts to share with you, Um, and we're going to talk about memories. But before I dive into talking about memories, I thought I would read a mom's experience um, each week of the moms that I'm working with right now about anxiety and their experience of RRT. Um, I just really want you to know that if you're experiencing anxiety, that this is such an amazing way to navigate trauma and anxiety. And so here's one mom's experience. She says, I requested an RRT session with Megan to clear anxiety and negative connotations with the word that I associate with several traumatic events in my life. Previously, I avoided saying the word and spent lots of energy trying to detach myself from it. It was a mental workout for such a simple word. Since my session, the word slides into conversation easily and I don't get panicky anymore. More often, I catch myself afterwards thinking, wow, I just said it. And to think that one hour of RRT eliminated probably hours of anxiety. While I don't spend much time in regret, doing the session sooner would have been even better. The RRT session is the most light, expansive, and creative form of therapy I've ever experienced. It uses powerful symbolism to retrain non-productive brain pathways to heal trauma and triggers. Instead of spending time recalling or analyzing painful pasts, it's more about understanding how your brain works on default and training it to work more in your favor. It's kind of like debugging a computer, if you will. I would recommend this form of therapy to anyone frustrated with pieces of their past and wanting to feel lightness and hope instead. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) I am just continually amazed how quickly and awesome this is. And I'm so excited that I get to do this for others to help them in this way. So it's really, really fun. If you want a session, 
I offer a package of two sessions um, that I guarantee to make a difference um, in the anxiety or trauma in those two sessions, or I will refund you. So it's really um, an easy yes if you're experiencing anxiety or trauma because there's no risk for you in that. And if you want to learn more, go to meganhillica.com slash be anxiety free. So today's topic kind of relates to what this mom was talking about and her experience, but let's talk about memories. Have you ever heard of someone who didn't remember something until they are older and maybe they weren't aware of it before and maybe it was kind of blocked out in their mind and now they are and this memory suddenly causes them so much pain in their life that the fact that this happened to them. And I want to share some thoughts about memories and how I view them and from what I've learned, like from a few different ways and things. There's a part of the book um, by Dr. Peter Levine called Waking the Tiger that talks about how this little girl's memory, she shared a story that did not make any sense at all. The way she shared the memory or how it was pieced together made it impossible that that was how it happened. So it wasn't saying that this little girl's memory was wrong and that um, you know none of these things happened to her. Pieces of it could be true and maybe all the pieces are true, but the timeline and such didn't make any sense. And something he talks about in this book is the memory itself doesn't really matter. It's what is remembered that can be cleared and it doesn't really matter if it's true or not. I, I remember after Aria died, I became obsessed with the facts and the timeline. Like what actually happened when and how my memory got distorted. And then like I would I wanted to know like okay, this is what I remembered and then I'd go look in the police report and I was like, What in the world? That's not how I remembered it. How I don't even remember that person being there and all of these things that like it, my memory was so different than what like the facts were from a police report and then I realized that it doesn't really matter what actually happened it's what I remember and how that's affecting me and so dealing with that is the thing and memories can be very sticky because probably most of you have memories that are traumatic that you don't want to remember but maybe they keep popping up in your mind anyways and maybe you have memories that When you think of them, they bring up a ton of emotion. I just want to quick say, if there's noise in the background, it is my kids. I did not go out to the bus to record this, and maybe I should have, but I'm just going to keep going on with it and hope it's not too bad in the background. So now with RRT, let's talk about this perspective. I've learned a different perspective that is pretty life-changing to me, Um, and I want to just say like in this way of thinking it makes me um very unafraid of things happening in my future or my kids future um i'm not saying that i won't ever be fearful obviously life has really difficult things but this gives me so much more maybe um comfort knowing that there's tools and things that i really see make a difference that if something bad were to happen to me or my kids we have a really really useful tool that can quickly help with something so it's not something that 
needs necessarily to affect them their whole entire life. So as I was um, thinking about this, the, this kind of um, per, this episode came to the forefront of my mind because I was talking with a mom about being anxiety-free in RRT sessions and what they would look like. And one concern she had was wondering if we would bring up any memories that she was not aware of because she didn't want to remember anything that she currently couldn't remember. And I completely understand that. Like, why would you want to remember something if it was a horrible thing? And if you currently don't remember it or it doesn't bother you today. And I know there are different types of of uh, therapies or healings or whatever that try to go like dig up memories and try to remember memories and maybe even try to like make meaning of things like, oh, well, you're experiencing that. Maybe something horrible happened to you when you were a kid. And that's not how I think of things or how I do it. Um, While in RRT, we don't make you remember things that didn't happen. Sometimes we do do a scanning for memories um, that are ready to be cleared the energy from to use that energy towards what we're working towards. So I know that might kind of sound confusing, but one thing I did share with this mom was that whether you remember the memory or not, so whether you're, you're conscious of it, if it's there and even if it's in the unconscious it's like an energy drain in the background of your mind it's draining energy from you because the mind is reading that that event as happening so with rrt you don't have to go through and remember each memory or relive anything at all once you clear one memory it automatically happens for other memories so memory is just a very very interesting thing because if you remember something it doesn't necessarily mean it happened or that it's fact or that it was exactly how it happened mind can create memories or images of something that never happened at all and now that's not saying like what you're remembering didn't happen that's not what i'm trying to get at but that this is a very possibility for this to happen that we remember incorrectly that we like our memories are not facts there's the, all those you know sayings about even eyewitnesses see differently than what happened so it's it really doesn't matter either way because if mind is reading it as a memory and especially if it's reading it as a traumatic experience or a disturbing experience that still affects you today It doesn't really matter if it was real or imagined because if the mind is reading it as if it was real, um, then the mind is reading it as it really did happen. I hope that makes sense. So regardless or not, if it's true or not, it's still beneficial to clear this stuck data within mind. And the thing that I want to try and make clear is regardless if it's true or not, so the meaning we make of it like oh this is true this horrible thing happened to me with rrt it really doesn't matter um if it's true or not it's like let's just clear this memory and then it won't affect you anymore in that way so if you have siblings you can find this to be so true like when you start to discuss memories from childhood it's so interesting how you can remember things very similarly but also so different. With my sister who I grew up with, um, 
there's so many times we just don't remember the same things and the things that I thought happened that didn't happen and you know whatever we just have such different perspectives even though we grew up in the same exact household with different with the same things we just have different memories and not saying they're bad but just um just different things that I'm like oh remember this or I remember it happening this way and she's like no it was this way so I, I don't know it's just so interesting how memory is and it's been weird to me to be like okay wait this is no this is how I remember it in my mind that's how it was and then it's like no it actually could have not been that way that's just how I remembered it I don't know what the actual facts are but if we took a memory from childhood that was traumatic or disturbing most people so like the usual way of thinking would tell you that we need to make a ton of meaning about these memories and if something happened or didn't happen it matters a ton and I get it but I want to offer you a little bit different perspective in a way that I believe makes this a whole lot lighter and a whole lot easier to deal with if you have a memory that's a very difficult one or a traumatic one I'm not at all dismissing what you've been through and the magnitude of it. Not at all. Um, I, I just want to say that first. And most of the time, in order to heal it in traditional ways, um, you would have to go relive the memories, look at why that happened and all the things. And this memory might feel huge or daunting and maybe like you'll never be able to heal from it and it will continue to affect you in a huge and negative way your whole life now i get that most of these memories that are disturbing or traumatic bring a ton of pain and even lifelong pain so let's think for a bit that when information comes in if this information is disturbing or painful, this information can get stuck and blown up. And so this is where a memory gets stuck in mind and it's not fully processed and put into memory. It's like it got bigger in the mind and when it's bigger in the mind, mind is reading it as if it's happening all the time. So let's think like a war veteran who reacts to the firework noise mind is reading that the noise is something else and something else is happening than is what is actually happening so the the war veteran hears a firework and goes diving under the table when we're when our mind is reading something different um we don't go diving under the table because our mind is not processing there's not that stuck data within say my mind when i haven't had that experience so if you've been experiencing this, you're not going crazy. This is how mind is supposed to do it. Um, and you really couldn't have done any differently up until now. So one person could experience this situation and another could, person could experience the same exact situation and have two totally different experiences and outcome. It's just each person's mind is processing the data and the information differently. And so, if we're thinking about memories in this way, that if a memory is difficult to talk about or share or think about or something, then this would mean this memory is not fully processed through. 
So let's think about this image or word or sound or memory. It gets stuck and maybe convoluted and misread and it gets bigger. And so here's why RRT is so special because it doesn't matter what the memory is. It could be something terrible and it could be something minor. But if we're thinking of it, all of it, as stuck data, and we can clear that data so it gets fully processed, so then it can go poop right into the memory bank, and then mind can like fully get it, fully understand that it's no longer happening. Do you want to know what that gives you? <laughs> it gives you peace. It gives you like this mom said in the earlier in her review of she she like didn't realize like it came you know the word came out of her mouth and she was like whoa I can't believe I just said that word it's like it's like a place of being able to pull up the memory if you want to but it's not constantly flashing in your mind it's where you can share your story or your experience without reliving the experience as if it's happening again because it's not happening again that experience is over it's finished it's done but mind as it's reading it right now doesn't get it it doesn't know that it's not happening again it's reading it as happening again and so if you felt like you can't do anything about it or if it's out of control or it's just happening without your consent this is why because it is happening without your consent it is happening without your control because it's the part of mind that you can't control. It's a part of mind that's like in control of your heartbeat. You can't control your heartbeat. It's a part of mind that's in control of your circulation and your digestion. And you can't control that. So it's the same thing. Mind is protect, trying to protect you because it thinks this is happening again. So here's where I see this as a huge freedom and a beautiful thing. When we're looking at memories this way and through this perspective, it doesn't matter what the thing is because we're just thinking of it as data or information that got stuck in the mind. It's not more difficult and more work to process because it's a memory that we judge to be worthy of being that level of traumatic. Some people experience stuck memories from events other people would do every day and would be shocked that someone is experiencing so much turmoil over this experience. So it has nothing to do with the person and more to do with the data and information that got stuck in the processor. So whatever the data is, whether it's a huge traumatic event or memory or whether it's another memory that continued to affect you in your life, it's the same thing, to clear the stuck data. And here's why I think of that as a relief. Because in most ways of thinking, the bigger the trauma and deal, it would take years and effort and work to clear and deal with it and so much pain to relive and go through all of that. And in this way of thinking that I'm sharing, very simplistically, it's just stuck data that can easily be cleared so mind can read it as no longer happening. So we've been talking about memories and often we think about memories as in the past, but when a memory isn't being put into memory box, or I should say experience isn't being put into the memory box and fully integrated into the past and processed, 
This means the memory is actually being read in the mind as happening now. And this could mean it's about to happen again, it's happening again, or it just happened again. So if I think about it this way, it's like technically these are not memories to mind. They're present happening events, even though we consciously know that it is in the past, but mind is not reading it that way. To mind, it's a, it's a happening event. And the goal and the intention is to fully integrate it so it's in the past and mind reads it as in the past. So when something is fully processed, here's what it looks like. It's like remembering that you brushed your teeth this morning. And I can't tell you right now to stop brushing your teeth this morning because if you brush your teeth this morning, you're no longer brushing your teeth right now. So it's like you can recall a memory and it doesn't bring up much negative emotion at all and maybe no emotion. You can just recall that this thing happened and you can very clearly see it's not happening right now. It's clear to you and it's clear to mind that this event is no longer happening. So there you have it, my perspective and thoughts on memory and reliving memories. I really hope that this was useful for you today. I hope it was a different perspective and a different way of thinking that is beneficial for you. If you want to stop reliving horrific memories and get your mind to fully understand that those are in the past and deal with anxiety that comes with all of that, come check out my page at meganhillica.com slash beanxietyfree and I can help you with this. It's a whole lot simpler and easier and lighter than you've probably ever experienced if you've tried to get help with this before. See you next week, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.